0: This is the Visserilist podcast. Bienvenudo. Nope. Bienvenido. That's how it's said in Spanish. Um, there
1: you go. Visserilist at
0: gmail.com. We're on Instagram, Patreon. Got new some new Patreon tiers. You can make Jay finally watch Velocipaster if you want. I think that, that's at the... T- $10 a month level. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch me watch it. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's get right into uh, our much beloved segment, uh, Trifling in NYC. Uh, I understand you have one involving the movie, The Conjuring Part 2. Is that right? Right.
1: Go for it. Yes. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> during this period, I watched a lot of movies. Um, I feel like in the beginning of the lockdown, I was, we were going in like heavy on like the scary and like apocalypse and zombies. And then we took a break from that, you know? The stuff got a, little, got a too, little too real. Too heavy, I guess, at one point. Yeah. So then we've, we've been lightening it up. And so I think like, you know, I don't. If you don't use those muscles, they get weak. You know what? So what I haven't been using my my horror <laughs>
0: muscles. <laughs> Your horror, horror tolerance muscles—is that it?
1: Yeah, that horror tolerance. Yeah, yeah so. I get.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I've never thought of it that way. Because yeah, it's like eating spicy food. Like you gotta kind of stick with it. If you right, go yeah, like exactly. two years without eating, yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, so we tried to jump back into it by watching Conjuring Part Two. Yeah, you've seen you've um, seen Part One, correct? Yeah, I love Part One. Actually, it is like one of the best scary movies I've ever seen. I really enjoyed oh, wow. Part One. I
0: haven't um, yeah, seen. Yeah, I, I haven't seen either. Was, I didn't know. Okay, thought it was
1: very well done. Yeah, cool. Um, so I was excited. You know, it, it was on Netflix sometimes. I just sort of cruise around Netflix and see what's new and just add things to the list, you know, add things to the queue, whatever. Yep. So this was added last week, and then you know, we decided to give it a shot on I'm gonna say Wednesday or Thursday of this week that just passed. Okay. Um now again, my my horror my horror muscles were weak. Very weak. I realized. I didn't think they were this week. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flat, flabby and sick, as they say.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is an accurate description. Um, yeah. So so you're jumping
0: does- at... You <laughs> saw that Tom and Jerry trailer on HBO Max, and you're like,
1: whoa, whoa!" Uh-? Oh, man. I, I've thought about watching that, by the way. Don't I, don't watch that. I, I used to enjoy those cartoons a lot.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, but anyway, so... um. Try to watch it opens up with like this seance. Um, the main the main character, it's a husband and wife, like quote unquote, like ghost hunters, right. slash like like um like I don't know what else to call them. Ghost hunting I don't know. Spirit hunters. <laughs> right. <laughs> they they go where there's problems with like demons and shit. Oh, so- that's nice of them. <laughs> Try to help people out. Um, so it starts in that house in Long Island, in the Amityville, you know, like from those Amityville murders. Right. So they're doing like the séance there, and she, you know, she basically um is is in the séance. Like it becomes like this recreation, and so she is the person that's going around the house murdering people. And then like she sees something else. Like nobody just does this. And then she follows the kid down to the basement it gets a little scary down there i was already jumping and then like some ghost comes out of the darkness i was like all right so this is stressful and it's like seven minutes in it's like i don't know if if my mind and body are ready for this (laughs) so then (laughs) (laughs) cut to the actual story that this one is about and it goes to england and you know there's this house like this Decrepit looking house, but um, and the kid has like a. There's little kids. There's four kids: two little boys, and then there's two girls that are older, maybe like sixth grade and seventh grade, and the little boys are maybe like third and fourth grade, something like that. Um, so one of the little boys has a tent, right? And okay. it is like in the hallway, um, you know, and it's Okay, dark, so what were you? What were you scared of? I'm going to tell you. Because so, <laughs> I might so, watch this
0: movie, too. So I don't want full
1: spoilers. So I, we got scared when... Uh, so the he kicks this little fire engine. And then, whatever, he does it. And it turns off. It does a little alarm. And then he's like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. And then he rolls it in and walks back like he's going to bed. And then, of course... Fire engine is making sounds from inside the tent. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. (laughs) And then he starts to look, and then the fire engine makes another sound. Then the fire engine comes rolling out of the tent. I'm like, oh no, oh no. And so then he picks it up, walks down the hallway towards the tent, and (laughs) starts looking in. And then like some like man screams, and I scream, and then it's like that's it. It's, it's over. What do you mean, some,
0: some man screams? There's a man like in the tent?
1: Ghost, some ghost man in the tent. Like, oh my gosh, it was so stressful.
0: I mean, I, look, yeah, a, a well done, like what you just described sounds like it could have been in Tom and Jerry. Like, it doesn't sound that <laughs> that scary.
1: <laughs> but, right. But see, that wasn't. But see, if it's well done
0: wrong. and it's, you know, they're good at building, the director's good at building tension, you know.
1: It is well done, but then the problem is like normally, like when I was working out these horror muscles, like I could have watched that scene no problem, could breeze through it. That's like a warm up, like oh, I got this, whatever. But this was like the hardest part. (laughs) This was like maximum intensity, and it shouldn't have been. And I was like, I'm not ready for this. I gotta, I gotta go somewhere else and start slow. Get get my muscles. So what
0: are you gonna go with? Like Jaws to build it up.
1: I said, yeah. It needs to be something familiar. May, I may even go lower than that. I might just go ghostbusters and then like work my way.
0: You're going to go Tom and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Three Stooges. it sounds, it sounds good. I mean, I, I had heard of that. Um, <clears throat> the conjuring series has a certain cachet amongst, you know, all the horror movies that came out in this block of like what the 2010s, I guess you would say like there, it seemed like there was yeah. tons of them. Um, I remember, I think I was, I was dating someone maybe around like 2014 or 15 or something. And she was, she is into like filmmaking. She's like an independent producer. And she's like, yeah, in the independent scene, nothing is getting funded unless it's a horror. And like, <sighs> that's it. I think she's like, that's it, basically. Dang. Um, And she was pretty frustrated about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, those movies are really cheap, you know, if, if they're distributed widely, they could be really, really profitable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that just reminded me of another one that I stopped and I think you actually finished this one, but I don't think I ever went back and finished it follows. Oh
0: yeah. That that's one of my favorite movies just like across the board, not even favorite horror movies. That's I love that movie. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I gotta go back. You haven't finished it?
1: No, I, I didn't, man. That When it was inside the grandma, that freaked me out. And I was like, no. Oh, that's,
0: that's early too.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you, maybe you shouldn't go back and watch it because it gets, it gets in some, uh, you know, in some other uh, oh, bodies. Gosh. Yeah, it's, they, those kids are really struggling with that, that ghost. Um, well, speaking of struggling, uh, I understand my, my trifling is actually one that you reminded me of, uh, (laughs) earlier that, um, involves me, but I, I don't remember it too well. Uh, so I'm going to set it up and then if you could sort of finish it, uh, uh, but apparently we were at sports bar we used to go to uh, called Mulholland's uh, which is in Williamsburg. One, one of like, what, two sports bars in all of Williamsburg? Yeah. Uh, that I believe is now closed down uh, permanently because of COVID. It is. Uh, or yeah. maybe even before COVID. Um, I, th- I think
1: it closed just
0: before. Yeah. Which is it's too bad. It, it was really cool. You know, we got to know uh, the bartenders there. We would go watch college football there. Um, had some good times. But um you know, it, it, it wouldn't be uncommon for us to start chatting with, you know, someone's there, So you know, especially if they were like a fellow Ohio State fan or or even if, you know, we're going to watch an Ohio State game and we see someone in Michigan apparel or, or whatever, you know, we would have some friendly banter with them. Uh, but from what I understand, there's a guy who started talking to us that I got really annoyed at. And what what can you describe the rest?
1: Yeah, so we um, were there watching Ohio State. I, I think the game was over at this point, and we were still just was sort of hanging night, out. Was it a night game? Um, no, it was one of the afternoon games. I don't remember if it was a twelve o'clock or a three thirty game, okay. but it was one of the afternoon games because it was pretty. I th- it was pretty empty actually now that i i'm thinking about it and this guy had started chatting i think he may have been actually from ohio as well you know we like between the two of us we ran into so many people from ohio at that bar yeah. it was like everybody from ohio went there right to that bar and like we always seemed to meet them but um he was he was just talking and you know he I don't remember the specifics, but it was like sort of boring. Um, you know, we were kind of drunk because we'd been there for the entire game, and you're yeah, that part checks out. People's tolerance for for being bothered and for nonsense you know, yeah. it gets lower the, the more. Uh, the more is my
0: mine certainly does. Yes, my 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 muscles uh, in that in that regard.
1: So he was just chatting um about nothing, and we were kind of like we we did some I don't remember specifically what we did, but we were kind of giving like some nonverbal signals like, okay, you can like leave us alone now, right, um, you had gone outside, and like I think you said you had to make a phone call right, right, and you went out and you did do something, and you came back." And then you hung out a little bit more. I could tell in your face you were irritated. Maybe I could have like told the guy to go away in a nice way. I still don't even know how to say that or like whatever to say. Uh-huh. But you were like, "Oh, I got to make a phone call." And I saw you like, grab your jacket. I like, oh, <laughs> I was like, "This is how it's gonna be." <laughs> and you just walked walked outside. Now the phone call excuse in that bar is valid because it had very. Like weird service areas. I do remember. Honestly, that. to get the best service for phone calls and text messages, it was best to go outside. Right. So, it was like, it was a reasonable excuse for you to go outside. However, I knew you weren't coming back. But like I had that time.
0: I had already made that excuse a few minutes. Right. Pre- yeah. So I <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're just like, oh, I I gotta check. You may have said like, oh, I need to check this text or something, and picked up your jacket and walked outside, and I was like, oh, this is. He's done. And then uh and then you never came back and I had to talk with that guy <laughs> for like another ten minutes. And he was like, Oh god. Where would where, your friend go? I was like, uh <laughs> I, I think I was like, you know what? I I think he had to take off and um yeah, I I think I'm gonna take off too, man. So this was cool. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> let me
0: buy let me buy you a drink. Let's get oh, at least do shots. We gotta do shots. Come on, bruh.
1: Come on, bro. Um, no, I was just about to tell
0: loud. you about about my mom. This thing with my mom.
1: But yeah, I mean, you that were... old bitch. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
0: Bro. No, no, no! Come on, you know, you know, you you owe me the listening to this story about, about how terrible <laughs> my mom is. Look, I, I, I,
1: actually, I think you texted me after you left too you're like sorry man I couldn't deal with that I couldn't take that guy anymore this
0: is starting to come back to me yeah yeah I mean I think I don't know what I don't I I mean I do you know I probably owe you an apology for just leaving you I don't think I think we should have left together
1: yeah we should have done like we We don't but we don't know him anything Especially if we he's going to be said,
0: disrespecting his mom like that.
1: Yeah, like nobody should disrespect their mom. We probably shouldn't have, you know, tolerated that type of motherly disrespect. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we we let it slide. So yeah, you
0: know. that's how they that's how they get you. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I do recall like that. The reception in there was bizarrely really bad <laughs> uh, yeah, to the point where I would be expecting people to to come meet us sometimes, and I'd have to go out to get texts to like give them directions or confirm that they're actually coming st- stuff like that. It was really frustrating because everything else about yeah. the, that place is great.
1: Yeah, it really was. It was, ni- I enjoyed it. It was a nice place. Yeah. I haven't really found a good sports bar replacement after that, to be honest.
0: Well, before we get into the main thing I do want to do this, just this one really quick uh, trifling as well. Cause I got this, I'm going to delete this voicemail that I got some spam. Mm. Possibly scammer, probably scammer voicemail oh. that said they opened it up. Their opening salvo was, hello, this is Vehicle Services uh, calling about uh, the insurance claim that you had on your car. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, that's lazy. Vehicle Services? The Vehicle Services Department? Really? <laughs> I wasn't clear if that's the company name or... It's is the department because you're within. like, oh man
1: like If you have a vehicle And you have insurance, you're like, oh man Maybe I did yeah, Oh shit, my claim
0: lapsed, oh damn I gotta to drive to Ronkonkoma this weekend too, shit I better get that straightened out Let me call vehicle services And of course the number they give In the message is different from the number That they called me from, of course
1: Mm, mm, mm mm-hmm. Yep, sounds legit to me Yeah, I don't know
0: no, it's just I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't usually I don't get annoyed wonder, by like, that stuff, but for whatever reason, it, this one rubbed it right wrong Do people way. People call
1: back. What's that? Do people call back?
0: I guess some people must. I mean, it, that's a look for the person making that call. That's a tough job because mm-hmm. they're probably just cold calling a bunch of people. They know that they're one step above scamming, um, <laughs> if that. So, but you know. <laughs> whatever reason this one yeah anyway
1: it bothered you
0: yeah um well speaking of bothering let's get to the main event we've been covering both uh wandavision and the show 30 coins uh for the last few episodes having a having a good old time with, with both shows um let's uh i guess let's start with um with 30 coins. Uh, We watched episodes seven and eight. Uh, Episode eight was the finale. Um, We can get into that. So episode, we start with episode seven. Um, You know, this one, I think may have been my least favorite of, of the season. Uh, it, it, It primarily revolved around, uh, this new priest who arrived at the, at the town, and he's one of the evil, pri- evil red priests, um, and he basically, in conjunction with the witch, uh, puts this barrier around the town so that no one can leave, um, yeah. and then the people start panicking, uh, and also uh, Father Vergara is basically trying to make his way back from Syria, uh, to the town to to basically do battle with this dude. This is actually he's not one of the priests. He's in league with the priests, but he's the the demon, the the main chained right. up demon, who I believe is also the one who was possessing people earlier in in the season. Um, because uh, oh, the, okay. the, like the old woman in episode one, and like the in the fake Vergara in the mirror. It seems like he can shapeshift in in this way, and or possess people. Sort of. It's again, it's unclear what his exactly his powers are, but you know that that seemed to be most of the episode. Oh, and also the these Spanish FBI agents um, basically taking over the police force, um, trying to root out you know the, all the craziness that was happening um and then at the end you know people are panicking because they can't escape the town because of this you know s- spirit barrier uh and that it sort of ends there and elena shows up in a badass way but yeah i don't it's, it felt like wheel spinning for the most part um
1: yeah what, I, what did I, you think? I didn't like if I could even skip ahead just slightly, I didn't even like I didn't like the last two episodes that much. Oh, you didn't
0: like the last episode either.
1: No, um, well, seven.
0: Yeah, what? What were? Your...
1: Seven was like. Well, I also just have questions about that witch. Like, so she just been there the whole time.
0: It seems like it. Yeah, it seems like she just kind of pops up whenever you know, the, the demon or the red priest needs some extra help in the town, but she's pretty powerful, and it's, you know, we find out later that she can turn into a spider monster as well, so it's, it's weird. Like, there's this, like, sort of uneasy um, interplay between what your expectations, like, they set, an ex- they set expectations on what their powers are, uh, the, the evil priest's but then it seems like they're so powerful that Elena Paco and Vergara shouldn't really cause any sort of problem with them like cuz yeah they they can wrangle these huge really scary really dangerous monsters that can easily kill them but they just don't and they always escape so it's like i i don't know that's I, I sort of will chalk that up to poor writing or or story structure, but it's so fun the show. Like I I mean, aside from episode seven, I enjoyed episode eight. Um, so I find the overall series fun enough that it counterbalances, you know, these sorts of like me looking at the screen going like, "Huh? Why does it? Why <laughs> just just stab him through the heart?" <laughs> and also like
1: is, you know, is. Paco
0: and Elena. And I guess Vergara, like, just, like, shooting at these huge monsters with handguns that they, I guess they think is going to do something because Vergara washes the bullets in holy water. Or rinses them in holy water. It doesn't really seem to help them that much. These these big...
1: It didn't. It didn't make sense. I mean, I you're like.
0: I'm. I, I'm content to just kind of. I feel like we summarized episode seven. We can go straight to eight. Um, <laughs>
1: unless yeah, I don't unless think you, there's any so much happened in seven. Wait, did she go? Did she turn bad in seven, or that was eight? Where um, uh, Mer- Mer-
0: So Merche so Mer- does start to turn bad in episode seven, due to her jealousy of Paco and Elena's relationship, and that's the one where she puts. She gets this um, like tarot card from the witch, and she puts that in like his jacket pocket, so it's close to his heart, and that causes him to get really sick, and he doesn't really know why, what's causing his sickness. So he just gets very, very sick, and but again, I'm not sure. It's just like to hurt him because she's upset. Yeah. So it's, it's like this it, it sort confusing. of really soapy relationship drama that's going on as well between, you know, like a, a love triangle.
1: Yeah. And she's, right, right. Because she went and she talked to the demon priest and he's manipulating her and the witch is helping her. And and it's like she isn't as, and I can't actually tell what's happening with the fog either. So is that fog like making people angry because they attacked those tourists but what did they do they just like punched them and then turned them into fog zombies too like that was confusing yeah. i don't remember if that was seven or if that was eight uh, so but. the
0: fog is in so yeah so there's this barrier around the town and then there's also this really thick fog that's released also by the witch and i guess that's to sort of help the the, the demon priest uh confuse people and, and turn them into his zombies which which he does. But also, I think it's just, like, to help, like, to have, set up some scenes where he looks sweet. Because uh, he does, like, at the beginning of episode eight, when he's, like, all painted in white and he's got these, like, like weird runes. Like, like yeah, all the, visuals,
1: over, were, the his, visuals were badass. I mean, I can't argue with he that. He
0: looked like, you know, I just watched uh, The Crow. I rewatched The Crow recently. And there was, like, he sort of looked like Either the crow or something out of the crow series. And then also there was that scene where Vergara links with that dove and he's able to send the dove up and he can see through the dove's eyes and sort of control it to go like sort of snoop on. um,
1: But this is what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) I I enjoyed all of that, but... there were just so many things that got introduced in the, the last two episodes i was like what the fuck is happening so now Vergara is like worgan wor- 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 worgan now like <laughs> when when did he start to do this like this is and why are they trying to sh- to shoot a demon that's obviously not going to work like you can't use machine <laughs> Yeah,
0: so he turns in, so the demon priest turns into this huge demon that sort of, like Vergara, so Vergara and him are in the fog.
1: Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, oh, sorry. But when Vergara came back, I did notice, if you remember my prediction was that he was going to come and like start punching people and they would explode, Right. When he came right. and his hands were wrapped like taped, like he was gonna be boxing. I was like, "Oh yeah, here we go!" But then, <laughs> but then he didn't do anything. Like, yeah, exploding
0: and I guess the town, the barrier with the town <laughs> is it lets people in but not out. So he was able to get yeah. in, and he did. He did look kind of sweet, Vergara. He did because he came he in did. with like a couple Uzis. Or, no, he came to uh-huh. town and then he get went to like his secret stash of guns, and um and him and Paco and Elena is like load up and then he goes to the demon priest who again is all painted in white with like these black runes sort of painted on his body and he and he's and the demon priest is kind of fucking with him a little bit and then Riguer is like now show me your real self and then he turns into like this is it's like something out of Resident Evil except bigger <laughs> this huge like 50 foot tall monster with like a, like a whip tail for a head. Like his head was like a, like a velociraptor's tail.
1: Yeah. Remember it that? was, it was confusing. I, I did get a little thrown by the, the visual. Like I didn't know which way it was up, which way it was down. I was like, what is that? That's a tail. It's like, but wait, is that his head? Yeah. It was, it was strange.
0: I mean, it, it was they. I mean, they they used up their whole budget or a lot of their budget on, on that. I, I have to imagine that and like fake uh, goat carcasses for. <laughs> <laughs> so now this this was the main, I guess.
1: See, I even blocked that. It just got like it. They uh, so they turned they it think, up to eleven for that final episode out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I think it. You know, the first episode, which which hooked us in, like, went for shock value, like shock and awe with some crazy stuff that you know I don't think either of us were expecting from from the show. And it was really it was cool. But like in it sort of attempted to one up that every, each episode, each successive episode. And with the last one, it really tried to one up itself. But it got to the point where it just seemed kind of silly. Yeah. and unclear because the main part of it is that the red priests finally have the last coin uh, the last piece of silver and they they come to the town it's unclear why it's this town but uh, you know the, the coin was there so fuck it uh, and they set up um, so they so the red priests all arrive and They've been prepped. The place has been prepped by the zombies that the demon priest controls and the prep, what the prep entailed is getting all the goats and horses in town and skinning them (laughs) and cutting off their heads and just laying their corpses around the town
1: everywhere. Right. Yeah. And that was helpful. For some reason it it was necessary. Yeah, and it showed understand why, but
0: Yeah, it's unclear why that was needed and there's flies everywhere, which doesn't seem to bother the That's and that's another thing. It doesn't the flies and the stink and the mess (laughs) doesn't seem to bother the Red Priest. Not at all. And but there's clearly like it's but they other than that, they're acting normal. Like they're just kind of hanging out at this, like shindig that I like know, has it was like so party tents and
1: catering catering like <laughs> i didn't understand i was like what is happening here yeah there were cater waiters yeah. where did they come from like what is <laughs> and it's all this <laughs> oh, big celebration for oh, the
0: main the main red priest to you know, put put the final coin in this hat that he has, and to become essentially, I guess, the antichrist. Uh, and you know, Vergara and is able to fight him and and eventually kill him. Um, in a, in a really anticlimactic. I uh, you know, I haven't even checked my notes here because uh, I guess this was episode was striking enough that I I remembered it. But I remember, um, the priest says. Or the the yes the lead priest at the end right before he's tackled off the roof by by Vergara or off the balcony that he's standing on uh, he says in English now English isn't his first language uh, I think it's Italian but his voice is really kind of like nerdy and lightweight so he says this is the beginning of the end like something really anticlimactic like that. And I think that's maybe that's the, the issue that you're, uh, is it the issue that you're, it was, like it was too- so
1: much, it was so much at the end. Like the weird tackle, he tackled them over the, like first, <laughs> why didn't the demon just kill them all?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when the demon, yeah, when he was
1: in his demon form,
0: yeah, the demon form (laughs) is at the beginning of the episode, and he just doesn't. They fight him, and he beats them up a little bit, but he doesn't kill our our three heroes. When he again, yeah, it's like it's playing with the stakes in in a way that I think detracts from the overall quality of the show. And you know, it happens later because when Vergara is able to tackle the main evil priest slash antichrist off the balcony. He's just like uh, two minutes before that, he's been stabbed through the stomach with this huge spear.
1: Mm -hmm. I guess
0: it's supposed to be the same spear that a Roman used to stab Jesus when he was on the crucifix. Um, They've managed to keep it all this time. Uh, So he, he's stabbed really aggressively through the stomach, but he just pulls it out and then run runs to tackle like runs, pushes the the demon priest aside because the demon priest is right there too pushes him to the side and then you know dive tackles the antichrist over the the edge of the balcony and then the other priests because the 30 coins fall out of his hat and sort of scatter they just lunge at at him they scramble there's a mad scrum to, to pick up these coins it's like, okay, so they weren't loyal to him at all?
1: That's what I don't understand. So they're not loyal to the cause? That they, they don't realize that like, the power is with the coins together? Yeah. But they're all just in, in it for their individual power and all of a sudden now? I guess, yeah, I guess that's supposed to be their some
0: commentary like, on... I read that as some commentary on, you know, evil people in the end are, are only in it for themselves. So... Yeah, because all the Again, all the coins are there, even though they've sort of scattered a little bit, they're all in this main area. So you could very easily put them back in the hat, put the hat on someone else. I mean, it doesn't seem like they really care who who has it as long as their sect has the 30 coins together. But no, they just. So, yeah. So, again, like, what are the stakes? And like, I was expecting some really cool, like, red blood, red sky Um, I, I wanted to see more of like the gospel of Jesus. Maybe like he was going to pull that out, tear it apart or something, set it on fire or something crazy. But like, no, it, it, it was underwhelming.
1: Yeah. That, that part, like it very, like you said, underwhelming and sort of just like made me very frustrated, a little, not quite angry, but just like, damn, man, I've watched all these episodes and this is how it ends. It's like this. Yeah. This is what happens at the end. He just tackles him.
0: He just tackles him. <laughs> and we are done. Yeah.
1: And there's
0: a, there's the sub there's a couple subplots with like with Antonio, um, our, our main man Antonio, uh, who rescues uh, Sergeant Lagunas who had been captured by the FBI oh, right. and yeah. they try to escape the town and they're having some troubles um, and they, you know, they have sort of um, an emotional yeah. moment together where, you know, it's also unclear. It's never really made clear what Antonio's link to all this is, because he would have the answers to some, some weird, like some of the weirder plot points. And I guess they came to him in dreams. He he sort of says at the end.
1: Yeah, it, it is unclear because he didn't, it was like, he, he knew things and he knew things that, you know, he had, really had no way of knowing because he wasn't there. Right. Like while they were happening, but then he was also like very distrusting, but also like gullible at the same time. Like right. he was following the demon priest around. He's like, "I see what you're doing. You're doing bad stuff." And he's like, "Oh, but you can help me." And he's like, "Oh, okay. What? Okay. Like <laughs> and that's it. Just put this border around the town. All right. I got you. Like I don't understand. It was so confused. Yeah.
0: Wait. Did." Did Antonio help him put the border around the town?
1: Yeah, he oh, put that black right. goo all the way around the town. I was like, like, but uh, Antonio was just spying on you and watching you do creepy stuff. <laughs> and you're just like, no, it's all good, man. I'm just – help. this will help people.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, <it's laughs>
0: you know, I mean, like all, all of our, our – uh, well, Vergara didn't survive, but the other three leads all did survive. Um, Paco rescued Elena who had this really scary injury. Oh, that was, that was, um, the other part I wanted to note is like this sort of body horror, uh, with Elena and, and Merche, first of all with Merche where, and I don't know how they shot this, but this was amazing. So the witch has to get some sweat from Merche to, in order to mix it into this potion to to again sort of find Paco. And in order to get the sweat, she takes a razor blade and scrapes sweat from the underside of her eye lid. And like they showed, I, I don't think it's, I guess it could have been CGI, but like having a razor that close to an actor's eye to scrape some sweat off of it. I was, I was freaking the fuck out with, with, because it.
1: yeah, I feel like that was real. It seemed real. Um,
0: And I'm like, that's so dangerous.
1: Yeah. I didn't like it.
0: But there's that. And then also where Merche attacks Elena and she puts a pin in her jugular, (sighs) which I guess this would work. But the thing is, you can't pull, if you pull it out, like it, while it's in there, I mean, it's a problem, but if you pull it out, then the blood starts rushing out, and, and it's that's a huge problem.
1: Yeah, that was another confusing part for me, actually. Is this like all part of her trying to get Paco to come back? But if she wanted to kill Elena, like she could have just killed her. She was slamming that head into the ground, into the stairs at one point. Right. Um. Yeah. It was just like I don't know. It seemed to be a lot of mixed messages like do they want her dead or yeah just want to like torture Paco a little bit yeah do you want Paco back or do you think by injuring Elena then Paco's gonna come back like I I don't know
0: um yeah uh uh, it was unclear I mean it's set up for Elena to sort of be like she survives at the end she goes off with one of the she sort of surreptitiously grabs one of the coins in the in the scuffle at the end, and then there's a, one of the evil priests notices that, but he seems down with it. And they 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 pull a fucking David Garrity and, and like put on the sunglasses and roll off into the sunset in a fucking Mercedes. <laughs> and it's like yeah, that was, okay, that was weird too. I guess we'll see. I mean, I I will say I do hope there's a season two. I don't think it's a given that there will be because I'm not sure what the ratings are on this, but it doesn't seem to have the sort of cultural cachet that other hit HBO shows do.
1: Um, yeah, I don't, even when I try to talk to nobody, nobody knows what I'm talking about when I bring it up. Like I don't know that show.
0: Yeah, it sort of reminds me of uh, when we were covering the first season of Succession.
1: Yeah. And nobody knows 30 Coins. Um, But I would say, I I hope there's a season, too, because I I enjoyed it enough for there to watch it. I would watch another season, but yeah, I was definitely disappointed by those final two episodes. Um, But Demon, the main Demon, just transformed into a, you know, took on a new form and stepped into the mirror. And then he went to Times Square, right? Right. He came out in Times Square. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe it'll be in America. I don't know, but I guess they won't have Vergara to haunt anymore, unless somehow he like comes alive, <laughs> and gets stabbed and tackling.
0: That would be funny if it like the first episode of next season is just him just getting up and like <laughs> and then fighting all of the evil priests, fighting them <laughs> off, winning somehow. <laughs> and running out of the... Somehow getting in a car and escaping. It's just... <laughs> I mean, that would be in keeping with, like, what they've set up as far as the stakes of the
1: show. I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I was somewhat disappointed. But glad, you know... Glad that Evil didn't win. I'll say that, I
0: guess. Yeah, I guess there was no way they, they could really... Like, they, they can't really have the bad guys win because their special effects budget would go through the roof next season because (laughs) there's so many fucking weird (laughs) demon monsters that they wrangle. (laughs) Um, That's
1: true. Yeah. So many speaking of
0: demon monsters, uh, we can transition into the other show. Um. That was an okay segue. Uh, yeah, I'll allow it. Thanks. Um, it's WandaVision, episode 7 and 8. Um, now, I don't know about you, but this has become... It's weird, because this has become an appointment viewing for me. Like, I, I've been watching them Friday mornings. Mm. Uh, and the thing is, I'm not even sure if I really like the show. Like, I do like... I definitely like it now even though you know obviously we didn't earlier the first couple episodes but but i i don't think it's that great of a show i think it's more i feel really compelled to know what what happens or what's what's yeah what what's gonna happen in an episode like that that's a very strong urge but i don't know that i would say i love the show definitely not love it i do like it. yeah i'm
1: i'm you know feeling similarly at this point like once i made it to episode 4 or 5 i just like i not really caring or attached to any of the characters but i just like i just want to know what the, what's going to happen now right like i just want to know the end like i want to know how it started and i want to know how it's going to end
0: yeah i mean it's you know it's technically and it's mcu content which you know i i only got into the mcu you know, fairly late, I guess in 2019. Um, and so I was getting caught up. Like I had, you know, all of 2019 to basically rewatch all of the movies. Cause I, I hadn't seen like any of them. And so that was great, man. I was, I was jamming, rocking out. Like I was like a cartoon cat or mouse rolling around the city, having a blast watching these movies. Um, but then 2020 comes around and there's, you know, there's nothing, And so now I think I may be overvaluing the show because I was just craving some MCU content so much.
1: Yeah, that's possible. I think for me, in addition to just like wanting some MCU content, uh, they've set it up where like, I feel like if I don't watch it, then I'm not going to know what's, (laughs) I'm going to be missing something that happens later in the MCU right you know? so like oh I have to watch this to know what's gonna happen in this Doctor Strange movie or yep. to know what's gonna happen in this Spider-Man because they're gonna reference something that happened in WandaVision I'm mean, like oh my gosh they've they've got me they've got us all
0: they do they do they're they're good man they found they found the formula yeah. Um,
1: but let's anyway let's let's get
0: into you know episode seven um, and eight. Um, seven was the sort of modern family slash office parody. Um, where I it seemed like this seemed like a lot of wheel spinning as well. Um, coincidentally, with thirty coins feeling like wheel spinning, um, <laughs> because basically. You know my, you know it's her at home talking to the camera. It's Monica and the Sword Agents trying to trying to figure out a way to get in to the hacks to to to, I don't know do what to do what who knows? Um, And then we have the Agatha along reveal and song. Yeah, Um, and. Yeah, and then we had Vision who f- came across Darcy and tries to help her, but they don't really get anywhere. And it, it doesn't seem like Wanda really did much. I guess she was sort of introspective about what her situation is like at that point. Um but yeah, not not much happened. The re- the only real thing I would point to that happened is is just the reveal that it was Agatha all along. And uh and she killed and I killed that dog, too.
1: Yeah, that was
0: you no. Know, she she says she killed Sparky.
1: Yeah, even that though was the, you know, it would rhyme, one. it
0: would rhyme better to say, "And I even killed that dog," as opposed to "And I killed Sparky too." Now that's just you know a simple lyric writing. <laughs> but, you know, that's it's this isn't a lyric writing podcast. yet. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you know no, we don't no, have to no, critique <laughs> it that hard. But that that just bugged me a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. What what did you think of seven?
1: Um I thought it was fairly forgettable um <laughs> except for the Agatha Agnes reveal. Right. This just like, oh okay, this is this is still happening. It's like I really just want m- more to happen in an episode. Like these so many of these episodes, especially I I hate to go back to those first two, <laughs> but it just seems like nothing happens. Yeah.
0: Lots. I think it's like, oh my I think it. They might have been designed in a way. Like I look, I'm not going to go back and rewatch it. But I, th- my thinking is that, especially with what we saw in episode eight, which I guess we can get get into, um, episode eight being essentially a long flashback episode that finally explains what's what's going on, what's been going on. Um, right. I think the series is probably designed, or Marvel wants you to to go back and rewatch stuff and be like, aha. Yeah. So that's why that was like that. But it, I'm sorry, this, this show has not reached the level of quality to where it rewards. Like the, like it's the, the wire is probably like um, the best, if not among the best shows that really rewards rewatches. Um and picking up on, on details that you would have missed the first time around. It's I'm sorry. WandaVision. It just isn't worth it.
1: Yeah, I, I I think you're exactly right. Like especially after watching um episode 8, it seems like because it was all like like one big flashback and sort of like sort of bringing everything together, you know? But they're almost like pushing you to go rewatch the previous episodes. And I'm like, "Oh hell no. I'm definitely not doing any of that."
0: Yeah. So you know, it's revealed that Agatha is the is for now at least the big bad. She was a witch. She, I guess. Well, for, first of all, Wanda. It's it's you know it it, it was interesting in that you know it's it's it the portrayal of Wanda's grief over like when they when they laid it all out like that. I was like, God damn, she really has been through the ringer. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, her parents dying, her brother dying, and then Vision dying, her, her quote, next of kin, which, I mean, you know how I feel about the fact that she's dating a robot and everyone takes it seriously. <laughs> like, it's it's all good. <laughs> when, she's like, when she's like, I need his body because I'm the next of kin, I was, I think I screamed. I was like, what the fuck?
1: What did you just say? <laughs> I'm the next again, and she was so serious, and he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right.
0: So there, there's that, but you know, like I, I'm going to critique like the scene where it was her as a kid with her brother in in the house and or the apartment in Sokovia, and they get a, a, a get gets blown up. I guess that was mm-hmm. so over the top, corny to the point where it was cr- it was almost cringeworthy. Like it was too. Like the parents were too nice, the kids were too well behaved. It's like what this is like. What is this show now? Like no. I mean, thank God something fucked up happened. Like otherwise, I was like, I was gonna have to.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a little much. I think maybe it's like right showing how their parents protected them from the harsh reality of what was happening in Sokovia and outside. Cause it was that quick glance right. you know, like, outside and it looked like a nightmare, but then inside the apartment, you would hardly know that they were living in a war zone. True.
0: Um, yeah. And that's where, you know, there, she was watching, uh, the, the old, uh, sitcoms on, on DVD. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I this this is the other issue I'm having with the show. is I, I can't avoid going online after watching it and sort of reading a lot of the, quote, the internet, talking about it. Um, I got to stop doing that because it's, it's, it's getting getting to me. But um, two things that, that I, I noted from the internet commentariat. Uh, one, a lot of people like that line, and, and I did too, that Vision said... Where he's like, "What is grief if not love persevering?"
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I, I was like, "All right, Vision, look at you. Got a little, <laughs> uh, you got some good advice for humans.
0: It's okay. Got some good poet. It's, it's poetic, um, and it's a, you know, that's that's a good sort of writerly line. Like that's something like, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd never really thought about it that way. It's a different spin on grief to try to, you know, he's trying to help her. He's, he seems like a Seems like a nice guy. I mean, um, a nice being, a nice no, what <laughs> AI, a nice series of zeros and ones. Um,
1: synthesoid.
0: So there's that, but then also people getting pissed at Hayward. Like to
1: call him up, yeah.
0: You're gonna call him? What was that? synthesoid?
1: Yeah, that's what Hayward always calls him. Oh, does he? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh he called, what? what? What wait, what? What are you saying?
1: <laughs> a synthesoid You're
0: saying that Hayward called him a synthesoid. Okay, I guess I just don't yeah. remember that. Um but wow, that I don't know why that threw me off. Um but Hayward, <laughs> Hayward uh I yeah, people hate Hayward because he's he's unsympathetic to Wanda, but I'm like he's totally right. Like I I think Hayward's I'm on his side because yeah, she busts in. He's like, look, this is, first of all, it's not yours. Yeah. You were talking to it and I guess hanging out with this thing, but you know, first of all, it's Tony, it's Tony Starks. um, And cause he paid for it sort of. Um, And in any case we have, we have it. So like, she's like, yeah, I want to bury it. And again, I'm like Barry. What? It's you need to bury your iPhone once it once it. Once you get it I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just part of her-, her grieving process. You know, it will help her to move on. What did you I think? think did you she-
0: you on board with Hayward, or you <laughs> think he's a scumbag?
1: Um, I'm not a hundred percent on board with Hayward. Like, I I get it. I get it, but I do know that. You know, I think I realized more that he was, you know, untrustworthy. But now this just like confirms his untrustworthiness. But what I don't he, think he's, what is he
0: untrustworthy about?
1: Well, I, I think maybe in my mind I'm confused about the timelines too. But I, the way that he, um, the story he told about her, she's like, yeah, he, she just broke in and stole the right. body. He didn't say all that stuff about. Her just visiting and him showing it to her and be like, nah, now you can go. Yeah,
0: he did lie about her stealing the body and he sort of edited the footage. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so he lied about a big, about a really big thing. But why is he untrustworthy?
1: (laughs) 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 And then I think he just, um, you know, I'm not completely against him. Like, he seems to think that whatever he's doing is right, which is true in like, technically she is holding like an entire town hostage yeah. so she has to be stopped she's, i will 100% agree with that she's like kidnapped a problem. and held you hostage cannot, you can't Do this,
0: <laughs> kidnapped and held hostage hundreds of innocent civilians that wanted to go and you know there was that scene when vision uh, is in the office and he touches that guy's head and he's like he snaps him out and he's like wait a minute like my where what's going on? I, I need to call my sister. Our dad's in the hospital. Like, like shit. People have their own lives. You can't just like mm-hmm. have them as, as part of your like little diorama. Like, like she's a she's a fucking menace. I'm sorry. She's self, she's being selfish and she's a menace. And I'm not even confirmed, ah. you know, confirmed on Agatha being bad. I mean, her strangling her her kids. Okay, that's not great, but. You know, it's almost like Agatha was helping her work through the grief in the you know for most of the episode.
1: Um, yeah, it did seem like Agatha was actually trying to to do something positive. She was trying to help in a way. It seemed like, right? I mean, she's just um, really
0: snarky about it, so maybe that's why it comes off like she's
1: yeah bad. I think maybe because of her own experience. Too, that's making her want to help. Like she was asking what? for help in the beginning uh, like uh, with her mom uh, and all the other witches. And they're like, nah, we just got to, I guess they were trying to kill her, but right, <laughs> which was messed up and she didn't want to, but she's like, well, I'm not going to die. Yeah. She, she did not want said, to be no. killed. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to kill them, but she didn't want to be killed. So yeah. I like, well, <laughs> I guess you guys are going to die instead. But, um, yeah, and then Hayward. I think he. I don't know, but yeah, I he's annoying. I don't like him, but I get what he's doing. I understand why he's doing it. It does like somebody does need to stop this, though. Yeah, like like Wanda needs to be stopped one way or the other. Like this can't this can't go on.
0: Yeah, and she's. I mean, they showed. You know her, so there. There is an exploration of her powers in this episode too, which she's p- clearly very powerful uh, individual. Um, arguably, you know, one of the m- more powerful we've seen in the MCU, on par with like probably Captain Marvel. Except she, c- if she can just create reality or alter it however she wants, that's that's basically it. Like. <laughs> You basically do anything if you can do anything and I think it was interesting because at the end Agatha's like you're the she says you're the Scarlet Witch which I read as like okay if Agatha is like certified witch knows a lot about witchcraft and shit my read was that this is some sort of prophesized you know being in witchcraft lore that maybe isn't ever going to exist but but Agatha, because of this big explosion of, of um, Wanda's powers, she sensed her. She went down. And she's like, "Holy fuck! This is the prophesized the Scarlet Witch." Okay, that's pretty comic booky. I, I mean, it's really comic booky, actually. To just be like, "And here's your superhero name, huh?" Huh? Turns and winks at the camera. I wink back. Like, what? Okay, I'm not lonely. But it's. Uh, I don't know. Was that? I, I cringed at that too because it was so comic booky. I don't know. Did you have an issue with that or what?
1: It, it wasn't like cringe worthy for me because I was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." Um, it, it was very comic booky. You are the Scarlet Witch. I, I wish they would have. And to, you're dealing referenced with it earlier. Chaos magic. Yeah, that it means. Was like,
0: <laughs> dun dun dun.
1: Mm, exactly. So maybe that'll be you know the explained a little bit more Ohio in this final State.
0: one. <laughs> oh, Scarlet and Gray. Oh, well, hold on.
1: Uh-oh. Wait a second. Wait a second. Mm.
0: <laughs> the Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I, mean, I what were you saying? Sorry about that. Wait,
1: wait. Vision is kind of gray. He's like white gray. Hmm. Uh, the mm. new Vision, maybe. Yeah, this fake Vision. Yes, well I don't so know if it's fake vision or not.
0: People are saying it might be some some version of Ultron comeback. I actually rewatched Age of Ultron, um, which is better than I remembered it, although all the like quipping and joking around was really getting on my nerves. Um
1: I'm gonna have to check it. Tony was doing too much as usual, yeah. They they pretty much all were. Um Ugh.
0: But I did like I gotta say I did like Ultron on this rewatch. And I and I like I really like I really like Quicksilver as this sort of like Euro Trash fuck boy. Um and I've always like I always thought his powers were among the coolest in, in uh in comic books. Um power, I guess. Um But yeah, so I don't know. There's one episode left. I have dabbled or tempted to dabble in spoilers for the last episode. I'm not going to say any here. <clears throat> I haven't really come across anything that seems plausible. Um, but I will say that I, I think it was episode six or seven was spoiled for me. Um, I Like how I use the passive voice there um
1: you spoiled yourself as usual you know you know
0: how it goes (laughs) (laughs) um but i don't know i haven't seen anything in episode nine i'm not gonna say anything listeners don't worry um but it is the last episode so it should should be some shit
1: yeah maybe i'll get up early and watch it what time does it come i believe
0: it's released at 3 a.m eastern on friday wow okay so yeah I mean I'm not staying up but I I I have watched it like first thing when I wake up a couple times
1: yeah I could do that it's not that bad it's only 30 minutes I think this one's gonna be a little longer that'll be good maybe a little more explanation right um yeah I don't I mean I'm curious to see um man now I just forgot her name Monica? uh what you say, Monica? Yeah. Yes. You know, what happens? Yeah, it's weird. They didn't
0: show her at all in this episode when in episode seven at the end, it shows her at the house, like at Agatha's house, and then Quicksilver shows up for some reason. Yeah. I, or, the fa- yeah or the fake I thought- Pietro or whatever.
1: I thought it was strange too that there was so much you know talk about her like going back in and doing all this stuff and then she's not even mentioned for a a second in this one yeah Well, whatever I guess but yeah I I think um, hopefully like we get a nice conclusion and the people of Westview are you know released (laughs) from the mind control (laughs) that they're (laughs) under
0: so you're you're hoping for a happy ending
1: Not necessarily a happy, well, in that regard, yeah, that they're released, but that doesn't mean (laughs) other people are going to be
0: happy. It would be pretty weird or pretty intense if, like, yeah, they somehow restrict or detain Wanda, and that means everyone in the town just dies. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Like, something (laughs) snaps in their brain, and and so S.W.O.R.D. has to go in and clean up all these corpses, and then, then like, one episode... (laughs) The post, the post credits thing is just like dreary music and like sword agents clearing up bodies and like oh and putting them in bags and refrigerated trucks. Okay, I am gonna stop.
1: Mm, 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 mm. Darcy going around making jokes about dead bodies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she would be making some some snaps. Like, oh god, I wouldn't be caught dead in that that jacket <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh honey
1: uh, yeah I could see her saying something like that all right well any, uh, you, yeah I don't think I, there was anything else no I, I mean unless they bring out somebody in this final episode I guess we're not gonna see any of the other characters from the MCU
0: yeah it looks like it's set up to be you know yeah. Wanda and her created vision versus Agatha and maybe sword vision. I guess that's, pr- that's probably enough for, for a finale. Yeah. I don't see how they bring in like a whole other big bad and, in, in just one episode with like almost no setup. I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying they can't do it and pull it off, but it would seems tough.
1: I, yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to f- to see this uh, sword vision. I just want to see like the personality. He does look pretty sweet. He does, He's looking sweet. but he looks. He, he doesn't look like to have the, the nice, kind heart of regular vision. No. Which is, you know, kind of scary.
0: Yeah, don't mess with him.
1: Mm-mm, you'll die.
0: Uh, yep. You'll die. Darcy will start snapping on you. <laughs> Agatha probably will too.
1: <laughs> Wait, dude, I, I don't remember. So did Darcy es- escape? Uh, so it episode Her and Vision were like driving in the van. Seven, right?
0: Yeah, they were in that truck trying to get out of the hex. I, yeah. Because
1: he woke, he woke her up,
0: right? Yeah, it didn't show didn't show what happened. I don't think that I, I also don't care. I know. I know. <laughs> I really don't like, her. like
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh boy.
0: All right. Well, any closing thoughts?
1: Um, it's some green as usual. And yeah. Hydrate. Yeah, hopefully we get a, uh, season two of 30 coins.
0: Yep, yep, right in. Uh right right DM the HBO official Instagram account or Twitter account. Say we need 60 coins. Mm. Some extra coins that the Bible didn't even know about Judas had. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he buried they buried a, a pouch of coins in the desert before he hung himself.
1: Oh, and he left like secret instructions. And now they got to follow Yep, him. He left he turns into Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: tie! Yeah, it could be a tie-in with uh, the upcoming Indiana Jones Five. Search for the for the for the subsequent thirty coins for the other thirty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this so is podcast eighteen one eighteen. We eighteen, we're have-